everybody, and it's back. Uh, that was echoey. I'm back as David Dawson, your amazing, wonderful, and here to keep it real host. Now, I'm going to be real, guys. Um, shit's getting real, especially not only on the front of the virus and where it's spreading and how many people it's killing, but also on the front of what is going to be doing to the American economy. But before we get into all that today, I would like to stop and say that it's episode 22, guys. Uh, recently, we've had a surge in viewers, and I'd like to thank everybody for that. I'm not sure if that's because people have been at home because of the coronavirus, or maybe my content just hit a particular niche that some people are enjoying. But... Let's get into the depressing facts of the day. Um, Italy's death toll has surpassed 10,000. Their numbers doubled in a literal, like, right around a week. They doubled in a week. China claims to have eradicated the virus, but now we're starting to learn that those numbers can definitely be highly exaggerated, or maybe not really most. Um, There was actually... Which is really weird, dude. There was actually um, there's several confusing articles that's been popping up. I've seen with either the BBC or Huff Post, and it's that the first one is that apparently it didn't come from them eating bats, and that patient zero for the coronavirus was a man that had sexual contact with a bat. I. <laughs> I really pray that this wasn't all started by a single act of bestiality, but if it was, that'd be hilarious, but also tragic for that bat. Um, the second thing that I'm seeing is that, uh, it's, this is confirmed on a lot of different articles, is that, um, I think the majority one was, uh, Yahoo, it was, it was probably Yahoo, Yahoo.com, Fox 13, is that of all the cases that were considered recovered in China, Many of them have tested again and have tested positive, but the tests have also fluctuated back and forth. Now, we already talked on the last episode about everything you can do to prevent the coronavirus. Um, Stay at home, as many people are now, because their work is still closed, unless they are deemed essential. Stay home. We, We do... We got... We've got trying times coming, guys, and that's being 100% honest. And even, like, I'm not going to say even I because I'm not anyone to just throw myself in there and say even me. But there's things coming that we don't necessarily know what to do. There's a lot of waves coming. There's already to there's already a projected 1 million people to lose their jobs to unemployment. I believe they said unemployment's already spiked to 30%. But it's that's even worse. That was from the um the Federal Reserve of St. Louis's president, James Ballard. It's looking like we might be going into either uh the new age recession or possibly even a new age depression. The unemployment website apparently had over three point four million people apply for it and they've crashed the website with how much traffic they're putting on it. And Honestly, the way that this works is that you, you basically just double that number. You you double that number for the real-time numbers. And the reason you see our economy plummeting so much is because America is... We, 
we have a service economy. People go out and they buy things and they exchange money for goods and services. Now, with the virus keeping everyone indoors, I'm sure you've all heard this countless explanation, it's, it's affecting business. But unlike many other countries, the leadership of America hasn't chosen to freeze rent. I believe they've frozen some utilities. Now that the uh, new stimulus bill, the new CARE Act, I believe it was, which one was it? I think it's the new CARE Act. We'll get into that one later. The new CARE Act is passed. There is some form of universal basic income. People still have, I think they froze interest on people's student loans. And a lot of college campuses and a lot of the students from those college campuses are in uproar right now because of all the different fees and, I guess, charges they've had to pay maybe for living on campus or parking fees or things that they needed for the semester that they cannot be reimbursed for. But the constant thing that we are seeing is that in America, our lack of response is making this worse and worse and worse, guys. Like, it's it's devastating us. It's fully devastating us. Our economy is lower than it has ever been. It's lower than it was in the 2008 housing market crisis. But the only thing we can do is try and stay indoors and ride it out. If you are deemed essential and still have to go to work, that is unfortunate. And it is also unfortunate because our government hasn't really... Because this one-time check of $1,200 isn't going to do much for us. If I don't, I don't believe that this will blow over by the time of April. I sincerely doubt it. I don't think it will be blown over by the time of July. But there's a chance. But I I personally honestly have a real problem with this new CARE Act. And obviously it, it's great that our government is trying to offer some assistance. But it seems as though like with the few, I, I believe it was what, few, few billion dollars that they have allotted to give the people, there's literal trillions going towards firms and large-scale corporations such as like the flame industry or the cruise ship industry or the casino industry. It it's doesn't make sense. They gave them, and th th this is in the bill, they gave them, I think it was approximately $425 billion. No, they gave them $500 billion, 425 of which can be leveraged 10 times over by the Federal Reserve, which they have shown to do in the past. So guess what they're going to do, guys? And we're getting $1,200 a month here in America, but the UBI for other developed nations is entirely different. England gives, is giving them 80% of their salary. Denmark's giving 75% of their salary. Canada's giving 2K per month for four months. But all this stimulus, all, all this is, is, a four, is basically a $4.5 trillion bailout for corporations. It, it, it once again, this is a repeat of what happened in two thousand eight, guys, and I wasn't even old enough to understand it at the time. It's a it's a it's a repeat of the bank bailouts, and these bailed out companies, un, under what the bill is stating, is that they can lay off up to ten percent of their workers. Over six months after this happens, and then after that, there is no cutoff to how many people they can lay off. 
and few other things that I think more people may need to know about the nuances of this bill is that if you have back payment on child support, you cannot receive this bill. If you do not file for taxes in 2018 or 2019, you cannot get the benefits of this bill. And what the filing really means is that there are people that either do not make enough to file or there are people that perhaps I think it's there that they're on the bottom line, bottom margin of society or they may be coming off of disability or retirement. Those without direct deposit may not even receive the benefits of this stimulus bill for up to four months. So there's all types of like wonky fucking holes and drops in the barrel. No, holes in the fucking barrel because that shit's just hitting the ground and evaporating that does nothing for us. But good parts of this bill I named a few is that we are at least <laughs> we are at least getting it I guess and I'm not sure what it's going to do for small businesses but I know small businesses are taking a severe hit right now especially I know in my local area they're all taking large hits because the last couple of days in when I've needed to go out to get things sparingly or I may have stopped somewhere I've talked to employees or owners and asked them the state of the business. And a lot of places are down by 20%, 40%, 50% in their profits. And they say if it keeps up, they're going to have to shut down. They're going to have to shut down. Again, I don't know what's coming for them. But thanks to Bernie Sanders, who got a unemployment provision added to the bill, we will see that laid off workers can receive up to 100% of their salary and that's if you made up to $75,000 a year. And this covers tipped and gig-based jobs. So all the people that are servers or they work pay-on-demand jobs, you can be protected under this, under unemployment. This is this is extending unemployment. So this is good because beforehand, unemployment only gave you, I think it was a fraction of depending on what your original income was. But now this will dramatically help. But we see in places like Canada, Canada created the Canada, the Canada Emergency Response Benefit, or you could call it CERB. And what CERB did for them is it it basically provides, I stated earlier, it provides them two, $2,000 a month for up to four months. This includes layoffs, the people under quarantine, people who have to care for people who have the coronavirus, and parents staying at home for their children, and also the workers of their economy. But... You see that Canada change from their last system, which is the Emergency Care and Emergency Support Benefit Program. They change from that. And you get this, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, Minister Trudea, or I think, it, I think it's Trudeo, Trudea or Trudeau, I don't know. <laughs> but he's saying that like over 1 million people applied for the EL and the system was not designed to handle that load of people. It was not designed. So they had to redo it. They had to redo it. But what do we see here in our great old nation of the U.S. of A? But that's this is this is really just it was going to be a short episode, guys. I don't have too much to talk on because there's a lot. I'm still reading over the bill because I think the newest draft was only released yesterday. But. Things are definitely a coming storm. I have family that's in Italy 
and they've been on lockdown for three weeks. And today I saw that my uncle said that it could last for even more up to three months. And then you have here over in my home state of Mississippi, where our governor's response to how he's going to deal with this epidemic is, we are not going to be like China. So, (laughs) yeah, bro, this is trying times. We will see how this goes, and I will try and come and update as much as I can on it, but I'm going to try not to focus on pandemic reports because, obviously, there are professionals and people highly more qualified than me doing this at the moment, and I can only offer the things that I glimpse in my own personal perception. But, however, I would like to thank everyone for listening to episode number 22 of the Psych War Podcast. Please make sure to leave a like, a comment, or send in a viewer message because every single thing counts, guys, as you're keeping us growing. Thank you. And next time on the Psych War Podcast, I'm going to have a little something new for you, something you've never even expected. Thank you for tuning into the Psych War Podcast.